Hello and welcome to another ZTGD News Burst. Uh, my name is John and once again I am joined by the lovely Drew. Hello Drew. <laughs> I don't know how lovely I am. <laughs> Very lovely. Uh, how are you doing? I'm alright, I'm a little tired but I'm alright. You have anything planned for the Easter weekend? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go see my parents for a little while on Sunday. Um, other than that, I, th- I was going to try and barbecue tomorrow, but unfortunately I think it's going to be raining, so I can't break up the grill. Uh, um, does it rain in Georgia? Oh, yeah. We get a good amount of rain. <laughs> have well, you, have, you, have nice. you never seen the, the Walking Dead? Uh, no, I, I don't watch Walking Dead, so I couldn't comment on that. No, okay. There's, there's actually a big rain thing that happens very early in the uh, season. In fact, I think it's episode two of the entire season where uh, rain is a pretty big part. Okay, so um, The Walking Dead is set in Georgia. Is that all part of it? Uh, yes, The Walking Dead is set uh, mainly around in and around Atlanta, Georgia, which is about an hour's drive from me. Yeah, okay. That's cool. Um, anything else? Nah, nothing, nothing, I mean, games, <laughs> video, I'm going to play some video games, yeah. What have you been playing? Well, I'm currently playing uh, Trials uh, Fusion. I'm doing, uh-huh. I'm doing that actually for review. That's a, that's a good game. Yeah, that's an addictive game. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I'm enjoying it quite thoroughly. Yeah. Um, I uh, I played the original uh, Trials on the Xbox, and I never I ne- never played Evolution, but um, it looks pretty. Um, it is Trials, essentially, I guess, is is what everyone's saying. It, it's just Trials, but it's um, obviously on next gen, and it's, it's weird, because it is um, a very, very skill-based game, um, but something just, because I was never any good at it, but something just clicked with me where I'd probably been controlling it slightly wrong previously. And since all of that, that's twigged, it's a lot more fun to play. It's still frustrating, of course, but, um, you know, as soon as you crash, I don't, that's it. Start again straight from the start. I don't like any fails. Yeah. So um, I'm sure that's how most people play, but it, I'm, I'm certainly enjoying it. Yeah, I am definitely enjoying it. I have it, I have a lot more fun trying to beat my friends. You know, it's it's one of those things where they do a fantastic job of of showing you kind of like the ghosts of your friends and how well they did and how they jumped and stuff like that and and that's mm. that always pushes you forward to uh try and get the best time possible. It's um yeah I do like the ghost thing and you know the leaderboards and stuff like that and it is <clears throat> yeah it's it's having it on the forefront of the game you know right there while you're playing it and as soon as you end it it does give you that little nudge the problem is is that I am I'm not very good I don't know people like Ken are incredibly good at it and it's going to get a bit frustrating as I try to, to move up those leaderboards um uh, is there anything else you've been playing or has it just been a bit trials and and Dragon Age uh, Trials Dragon Age. I finally beat uh, Diablo Three Reaper of Souls last night. Enjoy that. I did actually. Um, uh, I know a lot of people said it'd probably take around seven hours to complete. Took me around maybe eleven or twelve. Um, mainly because that's good for just a chapter. Oh, absolutely. It's it's one of the longer acts in the entire game. I guess that had to be though. You to to put it out at the price they were putting it out. It, it couldn't just be you know a two or three hour thing, could it? 
No, no, he couldn't. That that would especially for thirty nine ninety nine. Mm. Um, but I think I really enjoyed it, and I think that uh, I think Blizzard has learned from their mistakes and have turned that game back into a game that I can play a lot. And I'm certainly looking forward to the PS4 release. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, I played some Final Fantasy. I, I picked it up. I I I threw the hook in, and that's what I got. Um, I'm not going to go for Elder Scrolls. I kind of pondered over it, watched some play videos and stuff like that, and I decided that. Uh, Elder Scrolls, it it didn't doesn't look or feel or what I can see like an MMO. It feels like a Elder Scrolls game, whereas Final Fantasy does look and feel like an MMO. Um, despite my um, issues that I had with the beta, and um, and I spoke to you about it uh, on previous shows that the, the didn't seem like it was doing a great job of helping you guide yourself around the map because obviously it's a big old map. Um, the I picked it up on, and the great thing is it was dirt cheap. They're 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 doing a clever thing. I mean, they they were selling it in stores for uh, twenty eight pounds, which is equivalent to like eighteen nineteen dollars, um, with the, obviously your first month subscription free. So it was a, a price that was e- you know it's an easy purchase essentially. Um, and the bait, you know the the finalized game does have some enhancements, including the mapping, um, and you know yeah. The, finding your way around, they've, they've really done a good job with that now, I, I feel a lot more comfortable, probably played it for four or five hours, um, I'm really liking it, I'm really enjoying it to the point where I've I've, I've picked up a 60 day subscription as well, so I'm going to mm-hmm. Have we lost you? No, no, I'm here, oh, uh, sorry. You, you just kind of got, I, I, I think we had a little disturbance in the force for a second there <laughs> Oh, I apologise No, okay. it's fine, it's fine um, but let's go on with the news. We've got some stories here. It's been an interesting week. Yeah. Um, we're going to start off with um, the April update for Xbox One has rolled out. So if you've got an Xbox One, chances are it's already done that for you. So what does the update bring? Well, the sort of headline um, features is the friends list. Um, toast notifications. So if somebody on your friends list goes online you get the little toast at the bottom of the screen to let you know you can set that to all friends or just favorited ones so you can you've got a level of control that you didn't have prior um in the, with the xbox 360 um i mean one of the worst things you ever came across was um the faux achievement where it you do something in the game <laughs> and a friend pops on at exactly the same time and it, oh gosh oh no shit so it's um it it's uh you know if you put it to favorites you're not getting notifications all the time plus it's pretty quick to actually alert you that it's a friend that's come on so i think that thing is a uh, is something that's long left in the past um they've also got enhancements to um, the blu-ray player adding 50 hertz support um connect voice and motion has been improved uh, I mean, I don't generally use either of those that much, apart from turning my Xbox on and off. It doesn't seem to be any different, but I guess it's those for those people who use it a lot more for controlling their way around may have noticed um, an improvement with uh, with that update. Um, they are doing game DVR um, video quality, but that's gone up. And also, it will tell you when it's saving, so you know that you're 
game has been saved to the cloud. So that's the stuff that's it's just little small things that are going to improve the experience using the Xbox One uh, user interface. But then you wouldn't know because you've not got one yet. <laughs> no, I do. I do. Unfortunately, I do not own one. I do also believe that there is an up, um, update comes out with the uh, for the controller as well um, with that update. So. I mean, I had it, so I turned it on. And it says there's an update available for your controller. Um, I don't know what that does, to be fair. Hmm. Um, another good feature is that prior to this update, if your console had a software pack, whether it be a big update or a little one, it would turn the console off completely, even if it was in instant on mode. So you could walk up to your or, you know, Xbox and go, Xbox on. And it wouldn't do anything. You'd have to actually manually turn it on with the with the controller or from the system. That's now changed, so it will um, it will reset back to how it should do. So with the instant on, so you haven't got to worry about that either. Just again, another small little fix. Um, it's good that we're seeing this, and they're not holding it back because um, was it yearly updates or bi yearly updates with uh, with the 360? It was bi yearly, I believe. So. I mean, uh, it's new in its life, and you would like them to fix these sort of things. And this is the sort of thing I'd like to see. Not just one or two big updates a year, but then, you know, constantly improving the experience. Um, that That's something that I, I hope they will continue in the future. And the same with PlayStation. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little while. But um, it's you can't just hold back these things. If there's little tweaks that need to be done, you need to get on it. Yeah, that's that's... PlayStation's always been kind of weird about they just throw a firmware update out like oh there's a firmware update and it changes a million fucking things and <laughs> I was like well that came out of nowhere nobody even told us it was coming <laughs> you know uh, Xbox uh, 360 they always had oh the spring update's coming you know a month away and stuff like that so I don't know if they want to keep it structured like that because it does kind of bring hype a little bit it makes people start well, talking about it I think Having a uh, one or two updates, big updates per year is fine when you're going to make big changes to the operating system or how it works. But these little things need to be um, addressed and they need to be sort of upgrade, updated uh, on a regular basis. Yeah. Uh, I know that things like um, external hard drive support is, is coming and you don't want to wait till full update for that, do you? You want that to be done and given to you as soon as possible, especially, you know, it's only 500 gig in there. Um, I'm already 24% of my hard drive is full mm-hmm. uh, and stuff like that. And, you know, I, and I haven't got a lot of downloadable games. There's people out there who have got a lot of those and, you know, they're probably getting to 70 80%. And that sort of update you want sooner rather than later. So uh, we'll see. Um what their plans are um I, I would imagine they'll do tweaks in this first year as and when needed and then maybe they'll sit to a kind of a, a schedule after that um next story is weird yeah um this came out of nowhere um it was picked up by a website who uh who had gone onto the activision website where they were advertising the new game for um the amazing spider-man 2 and all of a sudden, the Xbox One version was gone from the banner. Uh, it turns out Activision have since confirmed that the Xbox One version is being delayed 
or possibly cancelled. We don't know yet. Uh, they, they, the announcement that they um, put out was explicit in it saying we are, on, you know, we're not sure what we're doing, whether we're going to release it at a later date, if at all. So that's that's weird, yeah. isn't it? That's most I mean, certainly it's not, weird. It's not a, a tentpole release, but those Spider-Man games sell well. The ones, you know, they, they've always sold kind of well. Yeah. Um, why? There's no explanation given yet, but you've got to think the development has gone tits up for that version. Everything else is on, on track. So all the other games coming out at the end of April, um, it, you know, for PC, Wii U... PS4, PS3, Xbox 360, they're coming, but not the one version. What do you think? I don't know, to be honest with you. That's really weird. Um, it could be they couldn't get the infrastructure to work right or something like that. Um, but they, they, I mean, you're talking about a week and a half away from release. Yeah. You know, that's just, this is the sort of time, I mean, in actual fact, there's probably two or three weeks ago that that game should have gone golden you know you got to get it the disc printed you got to get shipped out to retailers ready for launch it's very last minute unless that was their plan they knew this was going to happen they just decided to leave it last minute before actually or maybe even stealth doing it because this wasn't action telling the world it was somebody picked up that it you know the information had changed on their website and then coming out to clarify it so i can only imagine that there was something wrong with the xbox one version they've got to have good reason to do it they're not going to throw money away you know there's still there's five million xbox ones out there which got um uh, announced today as well that they'd hit uh, five million um that's that's a that's a good install base i mean it's not 360 install base but it's still a good in, install base and you, you you're not going to cancel or delay something without good reason i guess yeah the p i mean people are who have these next gen or current gen new consoles are we're dying gasp- you're gasping for new yeah. stuff aren't we yeah you know? even if it is a movie tie-in game i mean and to be fair the last amazing spider-man game was actually okay yeah there was, they, yeah was this, it enox who did that last one i first? can't remember if it was the same guys or not i mean the, the spider-man games have always been okay you know, um, there hasn't been a really good one for quite a while, but they've been, you know, with the exception of I think the last really bad one was the Spider-Man Three tie-in. Um, but you know, we think, and and then they had the what was that? They had that good one, the Shattered Dimensions, and then they had. Uh, I think uh, Web, Web of Shadows was the was a pretty good one. Um, then they had Shattered Dimensions, then they had the one after Shattered Dimensions, I can't remember the name of it. It was Edge, Edge, Edge of, of Time? That's the one. Yeah. Um, uh, it is Beanox, by the way. Um, I've just checked, they made the Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, well, to be fair, they've done loads of them. They did Shattered Dimensions, Edge of Time, Amazing Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um... And as I say, I didn't, I thought Shadow Mentions was good, Edge of Time was, I kind of didn't think they needed that, um, but I did enjoy the last movie tie-in, so, but again, you know, they sell relatively well, Yeah. and you've got this version, which would be on a new next generation, that people are, you know, we're desperate for new stuff, so, weird, weird, I'm sure we'll find out more as time goes on, 
it's, it's depends strange. on how big an issue it is yeah. as to whether I actually cancel it at all or, or, or delay it. It's yeah, definitely weird. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> on a positive note, however, um, this week saw another free DLC update for Plants vs Zombies: Garden Warfare, the game that just keeps on giving. Um, th- it, it's this is how it should be, don't you think? I mean, what what I didn't know there was more. I didn't know there was DLC that was released for it. So how many yeah, well, how this, many free DLCs have we gotten so far? Two, two and they're all going to be free um, going forward as well. So the last one added um, what it added a couple of new maps. Okay. Um, I want to say there was a new like a a new mode, but I can't be sure. This one adds again um, new map and new characters. New customization items and a new um, uh, mode called okay. Zomboss. So free. That's um, that's pretty great. Um, I mean, that's how you support that game. In you know, I, I, we mentioned when this came out that it was just oddly timed because of what was coming out a few weeks later you know a multiplayer only game from ea two weeks before the the multiplayer only game from ea and i think this is a fantastic way of keeping support for this game going um as i say they've already announced that all dlc will be free for this they haven't said how much dlc i don't think they're going to be giving out but if they're going to continue supporting this even if it's for the next six, eight months, they're going to garner a lot of support from the, the gaming community, especially those that have taken this game to heart. And I played a little bit of it. Um, I tried a little bit of it the other night, and there's still a lot of people playing on there. So um, it's a great fun game. It really, you know, it's a, it's a refreshing change from something like Titanfall. Yeah. it's. And and I, I like how they're doing this. I mean, it, I didn't know they were doing this, but um, it kind of reminds me of how... Um, Criterion did with Burnout Paradise and uh, them releasing constant updates and DLC for that stuff for absolutely free. Mm. And it's, I mean, I think that, I mean, you don't expect companies to release DLC for free for all games. That's, that's never going to happen. Um, I kind I like the way they've done this because they kind of know the situation it's in. And by doing this, they are, you know, you know, helping the game thrive. For longer, yeah. Um, I also kind of like the way that Respawn and EA are doing Titanfall because there was an announcement this week as well in regards to some updates that's coming to that. So obviously you've got your season pass. There are going to be three packs with that, and you're going to get I think three maps per pack. But they're also going to bring out updates to the game that give you more free content. So for example, the next one's going to introduce um, some new burn cards. It's also going to introduce customizable, what they call nose art, uh, that you can customize your Titan with. Okay. And that's what I kind of like to see. You're not going to expect everything for free, but if you want to get a little bit of respect from the gamers, you know, sell a season pass, sell the map packs, but also throw other stuff in, sweeten the deal a bit. Yeah. You, you know, you know, gamers are more likely to part with their cash and play your game longer. If you're making it 
you know, attractive. Worth their while, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, this this plants versus zombie thing is, a, is an unusual thing, as you say. It's, it doesn't happen all the time. You know, the last big one was, you know, that's worthwhile noting is, is Burnout Paradise. Um, but, you know, for a game that is, you know, it's a great game, just to see them get support, which means that they're going to, People are going to continue playing it for longer. That that's fantastic. So fair play to them. And I, I'd like to think that this might be the start of something new. You know, not you know free DLC with other stuff. You know, you pay stuff, but you know, given the gamers, you know, you know, say thanks for for buying our game. Thanks for thanks for you know making us money. Yeah, here's for you. You know, it's cool. <laughs> um. So, you a Halo fan? Um, not as big as some people, but I mean, I've I've played every Halo from three to four. So three and four. No, there's more than in, in between. Oh those. no, there is. Oh yeah, you got Reach and Wars and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah and um, oh, ODST. ODST. I did play yeah. Halo One. Uh, the 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 anniversary. That was anniversary. Back, that, that was the first game we ever did for Phoenix Down. Oh well, there you go. Um. Strangely and suddenly, they have um, Bungie have fired composer Martin O'Donnell um, uh, from from Bungie and Destiny, which is obviously what he would have been working on. Now, apparently, Martin O'Donnell, apparently he was working on Destiny too. Yeah, like he yeah. had been, he had already he had already completed a lot of music for that game. This is strange. Um, Bungie came out and said, we parted as friends, but that's not what Martin O'Donnell no. said. He has come out and said that he was um, without cause. He has been let go. Um, now, you know, Martin O'Donnell may not be a well-known name. You know, you know, say Martin O'Donnell, you don't instantly think, ooh, you know, Halo music. But the music is great. key. I mean, you know, you, you know that theme. Any gamer knows that theme, and it comes from him. Uh, and this is very, very weird. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, I'm not a huge game music fan. I do appreciate game music. You know, there's some soundtracks out there that are great. Halos is one of them. Um, why this, again, weird stuff happening this week? Yeah. Um, I could only think that they weren't happy with what he'd... Maybe it was too Halo-ish. I, I don't know. I have no idea what transgressed for this to happen because you don't hear many people, you don't hear many companies firing their composer. You know, I mean... It, no, and you're talking about, you know, we're now, what, four months? Less four, than four months. We're like three months away. Three, isn't it like, three months. No, it's what we're in, September 4th. So three months, less than three months away from that game getting released now Bungie have said that the parting of ways between them and Mr. O'Donnell has not affected the release of the game which means somebody's going to have a job of getting some scoring done in an incredibly short amount of time yeah. unless they had somebody on the cards all along I mean they, I'm sure he was collaborating with other people um, and truth be told he may have already done the soundtrack it may be complete I mean you know for, for all we know he may be finished well, how how nasty is that though? If that's the case, if they in, he's done the soundtrack and they intend to use it and then fire him. Uh, like I said, I don't know unless mm. he he something he did. He pissed off somebody royally, or or. Well, he's worked with them for years, hasn't he? Because he started before that, like with um some Oni and some of their earlier games. He's been with 
um, working for Bungie for quite some time. That's very strange. Yeah, I have no idea. Maybe you, sh- maybe you took a shit on the keyboard and someone didn't like it, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll leave that as it is. Again, some of this stuff we are without information, so we we can't really we can only speculate, and that's not really good to speculate when you're talking about somebody's job. So we'll leave it at that. A um, couple of stories about Sony we'll finish off with. Um, so this week, Sony confirmed that they sold seven million PS4s, which is pretty impressive. Yes. Especially since as Xbox have sold five, so they've still got that little bit of a head start, even with things like Titanfall. Um, MPD num- numbers did come out, and Titanfall was the biggest selling game, you know, followed closely by Infamous. Um, Infamous, but um, unfortunately, there's no way of actually knowing because they don't include any bundled copies, so it, we don't know how many Infamous or Titanfall actually sold if they got solved with the console. Um, also, but it's encouraging. I don't, I don't think it uh, it includes digital sales either. No, though. I don't yeah. think it does. No, NPDs don't. So, again, you, you're talking about, like, for example, I bought it digitally. My, my numbers doesn't count. So um, it's, it's still encouraging signs for Sony, but still their financials aren't looking brilliant to the point where they have pulled off their shares of Square Enix. Yeah. Now... This, again, a weird, bit of a weird story. Um, I actually didn't even know they had shares in Square Enix. It kind of makes sense if you think about it, but it never can't, the two things never sort of crossed my mind. Um, they have apparently nine and a half million, or had nine and a half million Square Enix uh, shares, and they have, uh, or they're going to be selling them for just short of five billion yen. I wonder how much, that, how so, much is that in... Dollars, probably about twenty million, give or take. Huh. That's a nice chunk <laughs> of change, but but well, I mean, I don't know about the financials um, in regards to Sony because obviously the it, the financial thing was a whole just you know a Sony company thing, not just games division, but also obviously the electronics and and film division. Um, I can't see that making a massive dent in some of the losses they've made. But maybe this is more about their faith in Square Enix than it is in making a bit of cash on the side. If that's the case, then they're probably on the right track because Square Enix really hasn't shown me anything in the past few years. Well, I don't know. They've had them. I'm thoroughly enjoying Final Fantasy uh, 14, and they have confirmed that they've had um, before the uh, official release of that came on uh, PS4, they have they had over two million subscribers for that, um, which you know for a MMO that isn't wow, actually quite a nice number, and that's obviously only going to increase with the release on the PS4 version, um, and you know Tomb Raider was brilliant. That's just true, uh, but I mean, however, you, you are right in the fact that you know. With the exception of those, and of course, Bravely Default, which took even Square Enix by surprise, yeah. the success, you know, the success of that. Think of the things that have been lukewarm, so Hitman, Final Fantasy, any other Final Fantasy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been a tough time for them, but um, I still have faith that Square Enix will will continue 
focusing on the stuff. I mean, they need to take stock of of what they've done in the past. They need to, um, you know. I mean, if Square Square Enix really wants to make a a pretty big dent in this generation, I'd say within the next two years, we need to see Final Fantasy 15. I was going to say 7. No, no, no. I mean, (laughs) fuck, all right, seriously, fuck that remake. That's never happening. That that is going to happen because it is going to be their last, you know, they're saving that in their... Their desperation. They're saving it. They're saving that for, Christ, we really need to make some money. Fast, um, but yeah, they need. That's what you saying. I'm... Yeah, they need to release Final Fantasy 15, and they need to go ahead. Is, is that this year? They haven't said. That's the oh, thing. Okay. They haven't said anything about anything. The only thing they did was, and the last time I heard anything about Final Fantasy was the the CEO of Square Enix coming out during the Sony press conference saying, "Yes, Final Fantasy is going to be on PlayStation." Goodbye, and that was it. Yeah. And it, okay, well, what about? You know, it used to be versus thirteen, and then they changed yeah. the name to Final Fantasy fifteen. So you know that was doing so well for them. The the fact that they hadn't um, at that point, you know, Final Fantasy thirteen had almost got two sequels, and they still hadn't come out with the verses. Uh, you, you, here's here's the funny thing: Final Fantasy versus thirteen or Final Fantasy fifteen, whichever one you want to call it, was announced in two thousand and seven. Because it was announced alongside Final Fantasy thirteen, wasn't it? Yes. That was, yeah. that was the thing. That was the plan, and they—I mean—that they need to release that, and then they need to release Kingdom Hearts. If they, well, if, Kingdom Hearts, we know it's coming this year. Have they? Have no. they specifically said it's coming this year? I'm sure they have. I know Kingdom Hearts. I—I I, I will say I will put it this way. I'm sure we will get Kingdom Hearts three before we get Final Fantasy. I just don't know when. Um, Let's see if I can find out any kind of. Um, if they can if push out, if they can push out Kingdom Hearts three, that'll be pretty huge for them. Mm. No, it doesn't actually. I can't seem to find one. Maybe they haven't. Yeah, they they kind of need to get that out. Yeah. Um, the problem is they sit on these type of games that would make them money um, for too long to the point where people then just aren't aren't really bothered. Um, I mean, Kingdom Hearts 3. I mean, all of the Kingdom Hearts I've had, everyone's been waiting for Kingdom Hearts 3. That's, yeah. You know, I, I've, I've never played one or two. I kind of need to at some point. But um, <clears throat> uh, the 3 was what they were waiting for. You've had all the bits in between that have, you know, been on, you know, mobile platforms. Uh, but it was 3 that everyone wanted. You know, if they, if, if you're talking about 2015 or 16 for for Kingdom Hearts 3 and Final Fantasy 15, then they may have a, a troublesome year or two to get there. It depends on when they release it. I mean, I could easily see Kingdom Hearts 3 being early 2015, um, but mm. I don't think Final Fantasy. We're going to see Final Fantasy anytime soon. Yeah. I'll be thoroughly surprised if we see anything about Final Fantasy. I'm sure we'll see a trailer. Well, we won't get well, at E3. Yeah, at E3, we won't we won't get a date or anything like that. We'll just get a new trailer showing off maybe a little bit of gameplay and a fuckload of cutscenes. <laughs> that's, that's what they do. That's what they always do. Well, in the meantime, Sony have decided to make about five billion yen from it. So fair play to them. Um, also, uh, sticking with the Sony and the PlayStation Four, they have announced a few new features for the update. Uh, 1.7. They haven't dated 1.7 yet. Um, we're hoping April, but I guess 
just have to wait and see. Um, some of the big things, I mean, I think they were talking about some of the littler stuff. So, for example, the ability to, to dim the light on the controller to help increase the battery life, uh, battery life and things like that. And obviously bug fixes and various enhancements. Um, but they've come out and they have uh, announced two big features that are coming with 1.7. Firstly, the ability to preload your game. So if yeah. you've pre-ordered a game, you know, it. one of the worst things is waiting for it to appear on the store, waiting for them to, for it to download. If you pre-order now, at the moment of launch, as long as you've got the settings ticked in your uh, under the PlayStation settings for, for downloading, or download straight away and be ready to go on you know when you get up in the morning or whatever um that's something that people have asked for for a long time it's going to be good um just saves you know shave some time off uh, you know with all of this stuff about being able to play you know the game after about 10 15 minutes um that doesn't work with all games having this you know pre-order it's on your machine for the morning when you wake up that would be brilliant yeah the other um big update or a big part of the update is their answer to xbox one's upload studio it's called the share factory or it's a share, it's an app essentially um whereas at the moment you hit the share button obviously it takes a screenshot they need to be able to change that that's really annoying yeah when you hit the share button on the home page and it takes a photo of your home page i don't want it they need to fix that but anyway you hit share button it'll come up you know video or uh, the screenshot is just taken um and you get the option to do a little bit of editing trim a bit of the video stick it up on um facebook or twitter with the share factory app you are going to have a whole suite of editing tools at your disposal uh, disposal um obviously you can trim um, uh, you can add clips together. You can even add commentary via the PlayStation camera. Um, however, this is really weird. Um, it's going to allow you to import your own music. Yeah. Now, at the moment, the PlayStation 4 doesn't support MP3. I don't know. So how's that going to happen? Are they going to add that support in as well? That may be part of the update. Because obviously you're going to have to. Your music is going to be MP3. It's, there's no other way of doing that, so it has to support MP3 at that point. Not that anyone uses the game console for MP3 playing anymore, but yeah, you know, that's just a, that's on the side. Um, and then you'll be able to also um, export your clips to a USB drive, so you can then plug it into your computer and upload it to the various sites that that um, maybe certainly don't support. Um, I would imagine that there's well, it's definitely going to be Twitter and Facebook that you're going to be able to upload them to, I guess. But what about YouTube? Uh, There's still no official yeah. app on the PlayStation 4, which boggles my mind. I mean, YouTube now is more popular than normal TV at this point, for, for gamers. Um, you know, it was, all, it was day one on the Xbox One. Where is the PS4 YouTube app? What's going on? Why has it taken so long? Well, they, they it's haven't... very, very strange. They haven't... Delve deep into it. Yeah, they they did say that other uploading options will be available. They haven't specifically said YouTube or Vimo or whatever else kind of thing. Well, yeah. So I mean, I know the Twitch thing is cool, but you know, Twitch is 
more live gameplay. If you're looking at uploading clips, <clears throat> all I don't care. I mean, Facebook and Twitter take care of our YouTube. So if you, you know, you can set your YouTube that if you upload a video to that, it automatically sends it to those services if you want. So that's the kind of big layering omission for me is is the missing of uh, the the um, absence of YouTube. So maybe that's going to come. I mean, that's going to be a big thing if they can get that working, so you can then upload. But it's you know, it, it comes along with streaming in, in enhancement. So at the moment, it streams at 480 or is it 420 or something daft. It's going to go to 720 for streaming, which is a big improvement because it does. I do like watching people play on um, on PlayStation, but it is so ganky to watch. Sometimes, um, yeah. It kind of puts you off. Um, so that's going to be great. Um, you're also going to be able to um, remove the HDCP copyright protection from the PS4 and record directly from HDMI. So that's good for people who like professional recording yeah, via finally, those, those boxes that you do. Um, you do stuff like that, don't you? One of those machines? Yeah. Yeah, so that sort of stuff, again, for people who uh, are into sort of more professional style recordings, that's going to be incredibly handy as well. Um, but again, there's no actual date. It's just coming soon. So... Um, I'll say hopefully April, May time. Right, okay, so we've got a few tweets. Okay. Um, I did I did put out there uh, the recording. Um, so all three are from Dave Robinson, which is at um, Cypher with a five instead of a C. Yep. Um, so first tweet, over 7 million PS4s sold to consumers. Can the handbag war be finally over? <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, no, because people, you know, the the five million announcement from Xbox today. I was surprised to see it. Actually, I thought they'd have, unless the number had been bigger than PlayStation Four, I'd have, I was surprised they would announced it. But five million is still a great number for this, you know, six month, not even six months after. Well, here's um, here's the other big thing, is that that seven million, is what's been sold to consumers. The yeah, five, well, the five million is what's been sold to retailers. Really? That's oh, what, that's I what I've know. that's what I've heard. Okay, well that makes a that makes a, a big difference. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, no, there is there is never going to be an end to the handbag war. No, it's, it'll be there forever. Yeah, no matter what, no matter what happens, whether uh, Xbox overtakes Sony or if one game's better than another, this, that, and that, there's, all, there's always going to be room for, for the two camps to bicker at each other like idiots. Um, his next tweet, so the sales numbers are out for Ground Zeroes, 278,000 in the US and 340,000 in Japan. The future is demos. Um <laughs> <laughs> It's not a demo. Uh-huh. Um, it's it's a teaser for what we can expect from the Phantom Pain. Um, I still haven't played that game since the day that I played it for about an hour or two, yeah. and in still doing. I, I, to be fair, I played it for over an hour. I didn't complete it, so you know what? I'm getting. I'll probably get good value out of that. Um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. This. I mean, the problem is, is that this. Other companies going to look at this, and Konami's going to look at this, and think, hmm. I don't think so. I, it's you know what you know they they probably said microtransactions. I don't think so at one point, and now look at it. Um, any I, I, excuse for them to make a bit of cash, 
over what they normally would do, these companies are going to take. I think, well, we'll see, the thing is, it works for Kojima because it's Metal Gear. But oh, if, yeah, I don't think... Yeah, if I, random yeah, <laughs> game came out and said, oh, we're only going to yeah. be an hour long and you'll get a longer game in a year, that shit's not going to fly. The only reason why <laughs> this actually worked was because it's Hideo Kojima. Yeah, or, well, you can imagine that with Resident Evil. I can imagine Capcom doing that. I can imagine Resident Evil probably getting away with it. I can imagine Halo getting away with it. Mm. Well, I don't, th- I, I don't think Microsoft, in the position that they're in, would be stupid enough to, but it does set... Um, a precedent, and yeah. uh, basically, if you've got a franchise that people are clambering for, they will happily pay you money for what could be seen as a glorified demo. But yeah. um, the, the glorified demo thing, I'm leaving that to somebody else to argue over. Um, and his final tweet. Oh, and one more, if you don't mind. The rumours of an exclusive Xbox One Resident Evil uh-huh. never going to happen. Well, all right now, where are you hitting that? Uh, Dave's just tweeted. Dave just tweeted. I don't. I've not heard any of these rumors. Um, oh, uh, Dave just tweeted that there's about yeah. Uh, the rumors, um, what we think of rumors of an Xbox One Resident Evil exclusive. That's never gonna. I mean, I didn't know there was one. Is never, that's never gonna happen, especially now that Sony has the lead by a quite a substantial amount. Um, any company thinking uh, that. An Xbox One exclusive is a good thing. It's probably out of their mind. This may be true unless Microsoft bought them. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you know, Dead Rising. But, no, well, I don't know. You know, you, you say about that, but EA apparently rue the decision. And they got thrown a shit ton of money by Xbox but for, for Titanfall. But apparently EA wish they hadn't have done it. Well, I'm, so, I'm, sure, I'm sure the next Titanfall that ever comes out will be on both systems. Oh, it definitely will. That's that's already been confirmed. So yeah. that that's sure. These sort of things don't work now, and I don't even with the lead Sony has at the moment. I don't even think they're in a position to try and coerce a, uh, what would normally be a multi-platform into an exclusive. Yeah. Um, I think the future is with the exclusive content for. You know, like for example, Watch Dogs as an extra hour on PS4, and I uh, hate that's that shit, though. Yeah, I, I know, but that's what I can see happening. I, I think third party. I think Titanfall's the, you know, it's and probably Quantum Break, which is obviously a third party as well. I think they're probably one of the last two we're going to see. Um, only first party stuff's going to be exclusive. I don't think either company's got the power enough now to, to go on to that because even if Sony wanted um, to try, there are still 5 million, well, up to 5 million Xbox Ones still out there, and again, while you're in this climate of gamers wanting new games for their system putting them out on both consoles is a smart move. Yeah, I mean, that's the, you want money, that's how you're going to get it. Yeah. So, um, there are the all the tweets we have. Uh, you can, of course, tweet the show at, at ZTG News Burst if you want us to. Uh, you can follow me. Well, John, get close to your router real quick. I'm sorry. Okay, is that, am I cutting up again? Am I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sorry, I didn't know what you got there. But basically, I was saying that you can follow me and you on Twitter at JohnWUK and at DML Fury. Uh, you can, of course, listen to the other podcasts. Would you like to give yours a plug? Uh, sure. It's uh, it's the Phoenix Down 
uh, we are on iTunes and we go live every Friday. Uh, you can follow the uh, we- the website. You can follow the podcast <laughs> at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Uh, we had our new episode go live today, which is Friday. We're talking about Dragon Age Origins. Probably going to be talking about that for the next probably four weeks. Yeah, I would imagine that's going to happen. That's quite a beefy game, isn't it? Yes, that is a very long game just by itself, and I have all the DLC for it. So, who boy! Everyone else. Does everyone else though? I don't know. I don't think so. I think Sophie just picked up what you got. Oh, uh, so she got the PS4 version. Her PS3 version was being a bit cheap. Yeah. Oh, that's fair enough. But, uh, yeah, you can definitely check us out there. Uh, I think we're going to have a good time with... Uh, with Dragon Age. Okay. Um, and, of course, you can follow the actual normal podcast that we do, which is at N4G Podcast. Uh, it's going to be late next week because of Easter. Yeah. Uh, I also won't be put on it because you guys are recording at an unsociable hour for me. <laughs> um, you can leave iTunes reviews for us, and you can, both Phoenix Down and Newsburst, and of course, for all of your gaming review goodies, you can go over to ztgd.com. That's it, I think. I don't think, is is there anything else you need to add? No, no, that's it. And let's uh, let's get out of here. Thank you very much for listening, and uh, I will speak to you next week. Take care.